a game of attrition, you know, and I think um, guys just got to be ready for that next man up mentality. Uh, you got to be really uh, engaged in practice. That way, you know, when you step on that field, you are ready to go. Um, and, you know, it's not like we're asking you to be a Superman and, you know, make every play, but just do your job. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks and also those ninjas that just keep this show running. They're doing a great job, and they continue to do a great job. You know, when you least expect it, boom, the ninjas are all over you. L- l- listen, listen, if, the, if there's duct tape and there's a dream, <laughs> the ninjas will be there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, indeed. You know, one of the most egregious penalties that happened yesterday was that hit on Derek Carr by Robert Spillane Gadzooks. I'm telling you, he's moving forward. He th- That, to me, is, boy, you talk about the NFL oversteering the car. Um, I know you want <laughs> literally Derek Carr, but <laughs> I didn't even know how good I was hey, at that There you point. go. Look at that alliteration. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not only that, those are big words. Yes. <laughs> so, but, you know, you think about this. Football is a game of violence. It's it's based on what, what attracted to us uh, the, to the sport in the beginning. It was the physical stuff that you could do that – you know, any other day you'd end up in the the Huskow. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And here in the, the slammer. Yeah, in the slammer. <laughs> and you got Robert Splane being penalized for aggressively doing what he needed to do. That's that's the name well, of the game. Well, and Derek Carr lowered his head. He committed himself as a runner. So therefore, he is no longer a quarterback. Yes. He is now an eligible runner trying to create positive yards. He stepped over the line of scrimmage. The veil of protection is behind the line of scrimmage. Ooh, the veil of protection. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, once you step through the More veil of protection. More alliteration, my yeah, friend. Yeah, there it is. And so, and and here's the thing that made it, because, you know, when I saw it live on the sidelines, I'm like, oh, I hope they don't think this is a chop block. Because <laughs> because Robert Spillane goes to make the tackle. He's not looking at Alex Highsmith falling forward from behind. Right. And, Trying and, to tackle yeah, him. And, clip, and clipping his heel. So, Derek Carr is running forward, and then he comes up because he's got clipped on the heel. Robert Spillane doesn't know that. He's not going to peel off because what if he stumbles and continues to stand? No, i got to finish it. And the fact that they they looked at that and called it unnecessary roughness, I was like, what? Unsportsmanlike conduct? I'm like, how is it sportsman conduct in that situation? What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to grab him, hold him, tell him it's going to be all right. You're going to the ground. It's all going to be all right. At, the, at that, at that and moment. gently put him down. Yeah, exactly. And, no. and gently lane. lane. Yeah. He'll be laying on the ground, but he spillained him. <laughs> he's, he, he spillained what he needed to do right <laughs> yeah, at that moment. Exactly. Bam! That's yeah. what he needed to do. That's the only explanation. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating. And then you watch Ben get clobbered late. Knocked to the ground, nothing behind the line of scrimmage. Right, you don't see anything but a guy who commits as a runner and has an unfortunate situation of oh human physicality, and then mm-hmm. you get that type of penalty. That those are the little things where it's like you know it's it's unfair and tilted in a lot of those situations. Because had that been Tom Brady, yeah, oh, with Ben, there oh, would have been weeping and gnashing of teeth, yeah, much howling. No, no, no question about it. So that that's the frustration, and I think that's what leads Tomlin to saying, "Hey, we weren't good with penalties." Because when you get a 15-yarder like that in that situation and you now move them from a backed-up situation to giving them 
closer to midfield, yeah, you're going to get more aggressive at that point, and that's what they did. Unbelievable. All right, we got to move to the phones, 412-919-1316. We've got Jerry in Pittsburgh. Jerry, welcome into the locker room. How are you guys doing this morning? We're really doing like fine. The show. you got great analysis of what's going on. Uh, my first point, I don't really have a question. I have a point here. The criticism of uh, Matt Canada's run scheme offense, I really like what he did at Pitt. I'm an avid football fan. And first of all, stating that I, I believe a good coordinator always get a hat on the hat. That's one of Tomlin's sayings. And the other point is, you know, occasionally try to outflank the defense by motion shifts or formations. Right. And you know, the numbers of football are such you're always going to be two down because uh, the quarterback and the running back can't block anyone. However, if you watch some of the Steelers schemes, when they're in a two-by-two two set and they motion across to a three-by-one, they inevitably love to run to the weak side, the one receiver side. Now, if you have an eight-man front, okay, and the front doesn't adjust on motion, why in the hell are you running to a, three, to a one, one receiver side and uh, you're outflanked? you got four defensive guys over there, and you got three offensive blockers with no fullback. And I, I see it a lot. It happened a ton of times last year, and it's happened in the last two games. I watch these games over and over again because I'm an ex-coach. Um, I'm retired. I got nothing else to do, and I always <laughs> love the Steelers. So uh, you know, I, I got to break down some film. So I don't know if you. I know you guys watch film. That's why I'm not calling the other shows in because I don't know a hill of beans about the game. So, uh, you know, coming from two players here, if you could just comment on that. I don't know if you're aware of it. They love running weak side, which is to the one receiver's side. That's fine if you're in a two-by-two, okay, away from the tight end. However, they, they're they outmanned. But they, sometimes you miss the check. Across, there's no rotation. Right. I'll shut up let you guys comment. The only thing I will say, brother, sometimes you're against the clock. And you see that the guy did not shift. For instance, if you've got a guy that sinks, you go in motion, he sinks in so virtually you brought him into the box and you end up running that way, sometimes you're against the clock. You can't change. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, you mm -hmm. expect you're anticipating an, another reaction. You might be caught with that. That could have been, without being in the huddle and directly asking Matt Canada, that's one of the things that first bounces off my gourd. Well, yeah, and, and for me is is do you do you send in the double plays? I mean, that that's the other thing. It's like, hey, we have one play when we go into motion, and if they don't overshift because it's zone right, it, right, it's not man, so he's not carrying him with him. Boom, we're going back to strong side because we now have that additional guy there. And you run double, you run truck, you run all these different plays off of the strength of it. But yeah, you're right. It, it is a frustration when you see it, but the clock can can also be your enemy because Ben was taking the ball down to the clock a, a number of times. I mean, under five seconds, and he can't adjust. And that might have been a schematic. The defense also said, "Hey, disguise, disguise until the last second because he's not going to adjust, and they're gonna they're gonna be prone to doing this." So hopefully, in the self scout today and tomorrow that they figure that out and start to create those adjustments built into the play call sent into them. What do you think, brother? Well, um, like I said, I saw it a bunch last year. I mean, I watch these games yeah. over and over again. It's not a one-time, you know. Right. Thing. No, I got gotcha. you. And, and I see it too much. I think it's poor. I think it's very blind. I love Matt Canada because – what he did at Pitt, I thought it was uh, unbelievable what he did. Well, but, that's um, why I'm Matt, uh, yeah. also Max and I were, were pulling for Derek Watt. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why when I'm sitting on the back porch up at Nemecolon and a bison walks by and I go, 
Boy, he'd make a good fullback. I mean, you know, that's the thought process yeah. that you got. <laughs> well, and, and, I mean, I had Thunder Dan Crowder, right? Yep. Yeah. Thunder Dan. I mean, we ran I formation with, with Jerome, with Willie, right. with Rashard. You know, so I, I'm all a fan for it. I want that extra half lineman. We always call him the half lineman. Right. We want that guy in there to do the lead because we saw what, what Las Vegas was able to do when they needed to at the end of the game. They were able to bludgeon and get a lot of holes created because of that. Peyton Barber had ripped off runs because of that and ended the game for us. And one more thing, Jerry, let me just say this too. Uh, you know, the thing about it is uh, you still got to perform the little things. You know, when you down block, you got to get your head in front. You can't allow penetration. You get penetration, you bounce the rear guard. He bows, as Max was talking about earlier. The back guy, the second guy, the trailer coming along, he's not getting any ability to turn up and seal the inside or kick out uh, to the outside if he can't get through the line of scrimmage because of the penetration. So, you know, it's the domino effect. And sometimes you've got to – it's the little details that you got to button down. I know that uh, sometimes you're outmatched. But at the same time, if you move some people and throw a guy into the, from the, the, the down lineman into the lap of the second-level guy, it doesn't matter if you're outmatched. You still you still win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Uh, you know, we, we always had a rule. You know, he goes eight-man eight man front run strong because you're outmatched to the weak side. And I just see it over. And it's fine. If, they, if you go in motion and create now two-by-two two to a three-by-one, and they're an eight-man front, and they adjust, and there's no you know strong safety outside back or walk away, fine. But, you know, poor Najee, I don't know how I count how many times. I probably watch these games as much as the damn coaches. And I see so many times there's an unblocked guy, at least sometimes on the first level, and definitely on the second level. And I, you know, I understand the math of football, like I, I stated. But I, right. I don't know. It's just we got to go to break, Jerry. I appreciate okay. You, brother, and I will yeah, always thanks, say this. Gary. The great Russ Grimm always used to say this. The eighth man in the box, that's the backs man. He's got to beat him. All right, we'll be back with more in the locker room, and thank you, Jerry. Once we get it figured out, that helps the run game, it helps the short passing game, the, the exposure play. So, um, like I said, not watching it yet. I'll go back and watch it tonight, but um, it just the feeling I have is I didn't play good enough. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. 
Oh, Max has got the top down in his vet, letting the, the wind blow through his hair. Doing a little white snake, aren't you, buddy? Yeah, that's right. I got my cutoff jean jacket. I'm ready to rock and roll, guys. I mean, this, this is like 2004, 2005 for me back when I actually had long hair at one point. Wolf and I are going for the shortest hair contest right yeah. now in the studio, though. Exactly. Now, I got him. There yeah, ain't yeah. no doubt I got him. Yeah, no, he has the shine going off. I, mean, I do. So I, got I, I need the, a haircut is what you're telling me. I got me. the dome, the chrome dome. Indeed. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the phones. We got Adam from York, PA. Adam, you're in the locker room. How you doing? We're doing, doing great. How you doing, Adam? Yeah, I'm doing all right. This is my uh, first time calling back this year, uh, obviously since last year. Uh, first thing I wanted to say is, man, I just miss hearing Chalooch, man. It's, oh, uh, yes, we both do. He was such a great guy with such so much wisdom in the game and well, I'm definitely missing him dearly. Uh, Adam, I know, Adam uh, every day I miss that yeah. man. And I know Max does too because Max was great friends with, with Tunch. So thank you for yeah. remembering and appreciate you. No, no problem at all. And I know uh, Mr. Starks over there is going to fill the role quite well. He's already been doing a great job from what I've been hearing so far. Um, and uh, two things real quick. Uh, one is I know – what Ben said is how there's going to be growing pains with the offense. But, I mean, we're still seeing, uh, I guess, shades of what it was like last year. Like, for instance, yesterday, that third and 12, and we did a little poo-poo over the middle for four yards. I mean, I don't I don't understand what the what the basis of that play was or it, and at all not attacking the middle of the field. I mean, you got Fryermuth, and that man is a beast. And I'm sure more than once he was wide open down the, down the middle. And um, the other thing I've been <laughs> it's, it's kind of stupid, but the other thing I've been hearing over online stuff going flying around is this theory that, you know, I thought was kind of dumb. But after yesterday, kind of, you know, it was uh, the Al Davis curse. Uh, <laughs> Al Davis. Yeah, I hear you, man. Exactly. On his dying breath, he cursed our team <laughs> that, we may, that we may never have a win or we will just forever struggle against them. Uh, so, all right, boys, I'll hang up and let you respond again. Thank you. Glad Appreciate you, Adam. Thank you so much, man. That's funny. The Al Davis curse. Yeah. What do you think, Max? I mean, listen, I listen. I, I don't dabble in that part of the spiritual, <laughs> spiritual realm, but as a kid who grew up in a funeral home, I mean, I've seen spirits <laughs> before, so I'm not going to discount it. But I think also, uh, you know, I don't know if the spirit of Al Davis will allow for you to not really take deep shots. Uh, yeah. I, don't th I don't think it goes that far. Right. I think it's just, hey, if it's, if it's a close one, the chains move a little bit. But <laughs> if you if you throw it eight yards short and expect a run through, that that that's that's where we're like no, exactly personal decision. You yeah. know, I you, you got to think about a third and twelve, uh, whatever it was. You know, and here's the fact. Sticks routes. Yeah. If, if you if you don't have time to let the route develop to where you have an opportunity to get it, you know, a little bit deeper than four yards, uh, there, there's a problem. And, look, folks, we're, we're, we're not we're not glossing it over. You got two rookies in an offensive line where four-fifths of that offensive line are new to this, this offense and the whole thing. Look, give it time. They're going to be all right. I really believe this. They're yeah. going to be all right. Kendrick Green, he's going to be all right. Uh, Danny Moore, he's going to be all right. He's going to be good. Both these guys are going to be good at some point. Uh, the work is still in progress, and the rest of the guys got to pick it up even more so. The Dotson, you know, the Trey Turner and, and uh, Chooks on the right tackle, you got to pick it up and pick those guys up 
next to you. But these guys, I truly believe Adrian Clem has got some guys that'll fight together and hang together, and it's a process where they've got to get better, and I believe they will. Yeah, no, I, I think it's one of those things that I think we put a faster clock on progress because we know we have Ben. Yeah, and and Ben. That's a good point. And Ben's at the end of his timer, right? So that's the one thing you want it to come together, but it takes time. When you have a seasoned, well veteran quarterback, and you're putting in a brand new offensive line and a brand new coordinator, it's a lot to digest. We can't. It, it's not Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, right? It, it's not going to be that because even then they had an established line. Right. They had a heck of a receiving core as well, and they had a top-notch defense. Well, we got some of those principles, not as deep, but we have the same principles, but it still takes time. They didn't win their division last year. Let, 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 let's, let me slow down. Let me say that again. They did not win their division last year. They got embarrassed by the Saints not once but twice last year, and you saw what their end result was. So it's pretty the Saints, good. So the, yeah, it's, it, hey, I would say, hey, I don't care about that extra $100 you know you get for winning the division. Give me the ring. Give me the ring. And that's what we're going through right now. We're going through the part where it's like, does this, does this even make any sense? We got to let it play out. We got to let it play out, and we got to let them get the requisite experience so that then we can make a better, more informed judgment. It, it, it looks bad right now, two weeks in a row, but it's still growing. There's still some areas that they're learning, they're getting tape, they're, they're witnessing the progress, but we're just not seeing it on the field yet. Exactly so. I agree with you 100%, man. All right, let's go back to the phones. We got CR in Chicago, Steelers Nation Chicago. CR, you're checking in the locker room. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, CR, still in Chicago. I like that, that phrase, um, Max Wolf and the Ninjas, man. That's just got a nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed, so, CR. Exactly. Hey, Max, uh, it's, it's great to have you in studio with the Wolfman uh, this morning, man. It's just um, it's just a good thing. I, I hope you can get in there m more often. So uh, let me just catch up on what's going on here. Appreciate you guys letting me, uh, let me um, you know, get, get something in. want to holler out to the Inside the Locker Room Dirty Dozen Plus and all the good uh, people out there, especially you, Juan. How you doing, brother? Talk to you for a while. Okay, last, last week we had 21 calls, which is about 4.2 calls per day. Uh, as far as what's going on with the Steelers, uh, you know, we had that loss, 26-17. Uh, uh, it wasn't good and it wasn't bad. But as you were just saying, Wolf, it's the beginning and people are trying to get it together. And uh, so I, I think I, I'm like you. I, I got faith. Uh, the, the defense killed us, uh, you know, the initial loss of Hayden and Bush and then uh, defensive tackle uh, Alou and then uh, who's out for the rest of the year with a broken ankle and then T.J. Watt out for the rest of the game with the groin, that, that messed up that rotation that we started last week, mm -hmm. that defensive rotation, and it just it just killed us. And then uh, in the, uh, um, the the slow start for, for, the, uh, for the offense is still, as you were saying, it's a growing process and they got to learn. And then, of course, when we lost our right guard, he got kicked out. Uh, that, was, that was messed up. But it's, it's just one of the things. It's a part of the game. Uh, the good thing on the offense was that Harris got his first uh, first TD, uh, a total of 82 yards, 39 rushing, and 43 passing. And the Steelers are a one and one in the AFC record, with uh, Cincinnati coming up, which is the AFC North division division four, and coming up as a key a key game for the for the division 
Uh, and then everybody in the division is one on one, with the exception of of, of Cincinnati playing each other. So, um, what are your comments on all that? I know I gave you a lot, but uh, break it down for me. Well, the only thing I can tell you is we're gonna have to break it down in the next segment because we're gonna be up against uh, a break here. But CR, yeah, you, you you put everything together, you got it. Okay, now the thing is, where do you go from where we are? And that's the one thing Mike Tomlin made the statement post game, and you hear it this morning. It's about growth. And where you go from here, all right, that's going to be the key. How you rebound and how you move forward. And so we're going to have to see. All right, we're going to go to break. Max, hold your thought. We'll get in the other side. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Very good indeed. Thanks so much, guys. We'll be right back after this. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. quarterback been working in that system with coach Gruden for a number of years it's reasonable to expect those guys to gain footing as the game wears on and goes on getting familiar with what they're looking at how to manipulate it and so forth and that's why adjustments that we make and and things are critical um, we just didn't make enough of them or execute enough of them in great in great enough detail to be successful this is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to right to the phones. We got Justin from Maryland. Justin, how you doing? You're in the locker room. Hey, thanks for all the analysis and work this morning. I wanted to maybe just lighten the load and not criticize, but give something to you guys and to the media. We're sitting down yesterday. I'm setting my fantasy lineup. Thinking of the Steelers, thinking of all the great nicknames, Boss, Big Ben, Fast Willie. And I wanted to get in on the ground floor. I am all in on Najee. I mean all in. To my knowledge, no one has a nickname yet for this guy. So I got one. I want you guys to run with it, play with it, see if you like it, and give it to the world. The Nigerian Nightmare. <laughs> a little bit of throwback to Christian Okoye, right? I love it. I love it. That, that, that's the most creative one I've heard so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I like it. that. It's yeah. got a little something, something to it. A little fear. A little yeah. fear. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Big, strong guy. Hits you, hurts you. It's in keeping with the Smash Mouth. It's, I mean, look, I could be wrong, but I think this guy is the heir apparent. I think, I hope he's with us 10, 12 years and just sets, sets all the I love him. Love him, love him, love him. I, you know, I appreciate uh, your enthusiasm for the young Najee Harris. I, you know, you look at this kid. He's um, one of those guys. He's a three-down back. He's able and capable on the pass uh, pickups. You know, blitzing and everything. Although he got Danny Moore in trouble on that one that bent through the interception when Deontay yeah. stopped on the route. You know, he uh, he got over. He whiffed on. <laughs> He yeah. whiffed on, on on the chip, and and when you do that, you put your tackle in peril. Yeah, I mean, but but you know, it's one of those things. Like 
it happens, right? I mean, it happens. Hey, yes, every it does. once in a while, the rabbit gets the gun, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it, you know. But I do like the Nigerian night. I I had to say it right. You got to yeah. get that little. You got to get the nah, yep. yeah, nah and nah, yep. nah. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Yep. Yeah, no, I like that. Okay, we're 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 gonna test the paces on that the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I really, I really hope I hear it at the broadcast in a couple of weeks. I love it. You guys take it. And I have to live down here in Maryland with all these Ravens fans. So I'm, anything I can do to just sort of stick it, stick it to the team down here. Got it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, hey. brother. Appreciate you. Anything of else? Course, guys. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, all guys. right. Thank you, Justin. All right. Well, let's, let's see. We got uh, Myron from Arlington, Texas. Myron, you're in the locker room. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing okay. Doing fabulous. How you doing, Myron? I'm doing good. Uh, I haven't called you guys in over a year. Uh, but while we get started, uh, I'd like to, you know, just get some honors to Tunch, man. Uh, he's a lovely, lovely individual. Yes. Glad to have met him and, you know, to both of you guys at the man, Fantasy Man Camp, the last one we've had. Yes. It was a great experience. He's a great man, great man of God. I know he's in heaven right now. So, Amen. you know, I'm not even worried about that, but miss him. Miss him a lot, and uh, hey, Wolf, I'm glad you're still there, and I'm glad that Starks is in because I all Matt Starks is always one of my favorite Steelers. <laughs> Thank always. you, I appreciate okay. it. Okay, <laughs> now on the game, it's just the second game, people, and we already crying. Remember last year we were two and zero, we went 11 straight, yeah, and then we fell off at the end. Okay, we had a fast start last year, and then we died at the end. It's a little slow start. Ben says it. I guess no one believes that he said it's going to be some growing pains. Well, you got to see it. They were actually a little better on offense than they were against Buffalo last week. The difference was the defense was a lot better last week, but we lost four starters. And when you do that, it is hard. It is very hard to uh, compensate for that. So, look, this is game two. We're one and one. No big deal. The Raiders actually, Steelers beat the Steelers yesterday. They didn't really beat us. We beat ourselves because there's a lot of things. Like Minka said on that long pass, he said he was watching Waller. Yeah. He gave up on it. He said that was his fault. He said 100%, 110% his fault. That's what he said in his interview. He said, I can't come asphyxiated on one guy and not watch out my position. So he said that one was on him. But come on, guys. This is game two. Two. We still got 16 games left. Yep. Now, in saying all of that, now that we lose against Cincinnati, I'll say we have a problem because they're new. Like, uh, uh, you know, we're we're new, but we should be able to beat Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I agree with you, brother. But listen, we got a man sitting in this locker room right now who was uh, let's see, seven and five. You guys were, and then you rolled Mm -hmm. on. You know, and oh, you yeah. got fire at the end of the year. The most important thing is to play your best football at the at the end of the year, towards the end of the year. You can't afford to drop these games, you know, as much as possible. I get it. But right. the fact of the but, matter is you play your best game going down the stretch, and, and that's the always I, the, the example I remember. I 100% agree because I remember that year, and that was, uh, that was a historic year. They ran off eight straight straight to the Super Bowl, and I, I remember that. Because 7-5, everybody was giving up on it, and then them guys just went on it. Bang. And like I said, possibility for us, it's still, expectations are still high. 
We're still good. It's just taking some time. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. You can start off undefeated and end up, and I asked the Patriots about that. They lost the most important game against the Giants. So, you know, no one even talks about that team anymore because they lost the Super Bowl to the Giants on their so-called undefeated season. So that's what I'm saying. It's not how you start, how you finish. Let's just see how this – let's be patient. Let's just see how it pans out. We're good. Very good. Thank you so much, Byron. Appreciate your words of encouragement to Steelers Nation. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate you. Uh, You know, that's the kind of resiliency of Steelers Nation you want to hear. You know, you want to know, hey, look, this is a long ways from anywhere. Anything being settled here, Max. A long ways. No, I I, I have not seen a team win a Super Bowl in September. (laughs) Doesn't happen. Good point. You know, and I think that's what we kind of have to keep that perspective. When we get to mid-November and what you do from mid-November to now, beginning of january <laughs> yeah really <laughs> it's crazy to say that january 9th is the yeah. last regular season game but what you do in that final quarter that final third of the season if you're a team on the rise that's when you start to show yourself right now september beginning of october feeling out period right it's like going on a first date you're still trying to yeah, fi- yeah. yeah yeah you know you're trying to figure out who you are what you're doing Exactly, and how and how you want to present yourself, and you make those mistakes along the way, so that later in the year, as you get further down the road, you don't make those mistakes, and you also have those previous experiences to learn from. That's the biggest thing. The worst part about losing a game is if you don't learn the lesson. Yeah, you know, and these are lessons they're learning along the way, so they're going to know. Hey, Minka. I can't focus on one guy. Just because he got 19 targets the previous week, I can't be fixated on him because I'm going to lose my job on the back end, and I'm going to have a Henry Ruggs running behind me at a 4-2-7, and he's going to break free. That was a fast 4-2-7, too. I mean, he is, he's lightning quick. It, it's ridiculous to watch it live. <laughs> yeah, well, I can only imagine because yeah, up top, like, you see yeah. this guy winding it open, and you're like going, oh, Gadzooks, that's yeah. 61 yards of yard. Yeah, it's one thing to watch the ant farm from the outside. It's another thing to be in the ant farm right, and, watch, and watch things happening. And so, you know, those are the lessons that Mink is gonna has now. He knows now, hey, I can't get fixated on, on, on the tight end guy because there's a, a burner that might be. Perfect example, a Travis Kelsey. Say when we play Kansas City in December, right? Right. After, after, after Christmas. I can't, you can't be fixated on Travis Kelsey because Tyreek Hill is going to burn past you. You know, so – that's something that he's now going to be able to use. Hey, I did this. I did this in September. I'm not going to do it in December. So when you look at that, they're gaining knowledge. And like you said, th- this is a growth process. If you can't believe Ben, who's been in this league for 18 years, when he says it's going to be growing pains, I'm here to corroborate and support that statement. <laughs> it's going to be growing pains. It's not going to be pretty at all times. But I promise you, after we break a couple of these eggs and that almond starts to get cooking – you're going to be appreciating that Denver omelet at the end of the day. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to think about those cracked eggs and a little bit right. of egg yolk everywhere. I'm worried on the final meal. You know, I, I agree with you again. You know, I mean, you understand this is a long haul. As I always say, every season is a journey unto itself. It really is because you finish the year and you know that not everybody that finished the year is going to be starting the year and the next year coming up. And, you know, that is the the circle of life in the NFL. Things, you know, it's the next chapter, the next deal. 
and uh, you, you roll on with it and you understand. But there's also that whole sort of uh, seasoning that you go through. Part of, you know, part of the season is learning lessons as you go along. You hope that it doesn't cost you games, but it did cost you a game here with mistakes, whether it was Manka, whether it was, you know, Deontay not finishing the route, whether it was whoever, you know what I mean? You don't, like you don't have to point out. Yeah, backside yeah. cutoff, you know? I mean, these things, they happen, and you got to grow from it. And you and I understand well because we've been in it. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you want you want to, the guys to be accountable right now and that's that's what a Minka does. Steps up, says, "Yeah, it's my fault." Okay, well, you know, he's he's going to grow from that, and that's what Mike Tomlin is talking about. Well, and Ben, we heard in Ben's clip, like Ben takes his accountability first. I don't care what anybody else did. I'm responsible for the offense. Right. I'm the shepherd of this offense, and if I lose a sheep in the process, regardless of how, of the fact that I got surrounded by wolves, if I lose a sheep, it's still my fault. Because I'm the one leading them down the path. And I think that's how you have to kind of keep that perspective. The onus is there. It's just what are you going to do the next time you're out? Do I learn from my mistakes? That's the biggest cardinal sin. If you're going to lose and you don't learn the mistake in the process to get better the next time, that's that's when you have a problem. No question about it. And as we're winding up here, one of the things I always like to say, the fact of the matter is, you know what? You got the you got your your wolves that are attacking the castle, right? You got your sheep sheep dog. You yeah. also got some lions up there. They're the ones that hunt the wolves. Those are the ones you want. And don't forget, don't forget to have have the uh, have have the crook. The crook, uh, the crook yes. cane. Yeah, the, the, uh, the right. staff. The staff. Yeah, uh, there, there we you go. go. All right. We got to go because the godfather just walked in the studio. So Max yeah. and I got to get out of here. We'll be back with more tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in because you are the people that make this show go. Love you all. We'll see you tomorrow.